Hi, this is Dr. Chris Wallace, and we're back with Get Personal, Women's Health the Natural Way. My goal for you is that you become your own best health advocate. What we're going to go through today and through all of our episodes is A, looking at what are symptoms, what things you might experience, and then B, how can you find help for those things? You may not ever be able to see me as an actual patient, but there are other practitioners out there that can help you. And you are the one that has to be able to advocate what your symptoms are and maybe even what labs you think should be run. You know what? It's okay to ask a practitioner for certain labs. That is okay. And we're actually going to talk about that in particular today. What should you ask for? And what are those ranges like? And where should you be in those lab values? We're going to get started today, and we're going to talk a little bit about a patient that might come into my office. What's a typical patient like? What is somebody feeling? How are they experiencing their life at the moment? And obviously, this is somebody that's going to be perimenopausal. Now, I see the perimenopausal, the postmenopausal. I even see women that are in their 30s with hormonal imbalances. But in particular today, we're talking about the patient that's maybe 48. Let's give her a name, Beth. She's my new patient, and she finally made the call, and she finally made that decision to take care of herself. She's coming into my office and takes a seat in one of my comfy gray chairs. And Beth is beautiful. I mean, she's got beautiful blonde hair, very well-dressed. She has two kids, married. It's one of us. It's somebody that you know. It could be you and your neighbor, your kid's friend, but she's distraught. And that's why I keep Kleenex on my desk. It's very sad. And this is not something she's normally ever felt like. So she calls up, makes an appointment and says, I just don't think I'm right. I don't feel right. I'm not me. I don't feel like me. And remember, that's that could literally be a tagline for me. (laughs) I don't feel like myself anymore. And so Beth comes in. And as we sit down and remember Patients in our office or in my office are going to spend an hour and a half with me. So we've got a long time to talk. So note to self, when you're looking for a practitioner, how much time are you going to be able to spend with that person? Is he or she going to be able to spend an hour, an hour and a half with you to listen to you? Because not being listened to is probably one of the number one complaints I hear from my patients, that nobody listened to me and you're the first one that ever listened to me. So make sure they're listening to you. So when Beth comes in, we're going to sit down and I'm going to listen, obviously, to her and how she's feeling. She is likely going to tell me my periods are irregular or they're not what they used to be. They're super heavy now. They were never heavy before. In our case, that's what Beth is going to tell me. She's also going to tell me I don't sleep as well. Like I can't fall asleep. When I finally fall asleep, then I wake up like middle of the night. I never used to wake up in the middle of the night. I'm just not sleeping well anymore. I don't understand that. And I'm so 
tired. Like I am so tired. I can't keep up with my schedule like I used to. I used to get up in the morning and, you know, eat my breakfast, get my kids off to school, go to work, work out after, come home, get dinner, do this homework, whatever. I had all this routine. It was no problem. And now I just can't even keep up. And speaking of not being able to keep up, I have literally no libido, no desire, still really love my husband. It's all good. It just... Uh, it's not there. I don't know why it's not there anymore. And you know what? On a side note, that really affects our relationship. Intimacy is super important. We'll expand on that later. But losing that intimacy and our patient Beth is experiencing that and it's super common at 45, 48 into your 50s. So Beth can't sleep. Beth has irregular periods. She is really tired, lost her libido, doesn't know where to find it. And she's also noticed that she's just sad sometimes, unexplainably sad. Nothing to be sad about. Oh, I hear it so often that, you know, I have the best life. I have great kids. I have a great husband. I have a great job. I'm exercising like I always have. I'm eating healthy like I always have. Why do I feel this way? I can't seem to do anything about the way my body's changing. I feel like I have extra stuff around my waist and I feel a little bit more bloated than I used to. I don't know why that is. And it's not all in her head, just like it's not all in your head. And with her exercise, she's noticing she's been having to pull back a little bit because now she gets bladder leakage. Leakage during jumping jacks when she does her intense workouts or when she's running, laughing, coughing, sneezing. That never happened before. So all of these things Beth came in and told me about today. And I asked her, and I will ask all my patients that come in, you know, when did this start? And almost always it all started mm, at 45 or 46. So what that means is that all of you out there are having these symptoms for a couple years and not either recognizing them or not seeing anybody or not seeing an appropriate practitioner to do something about it. In our case, Beth went to her gynecologist, which is a really common place to go. I mean, it makes sense, right? You think maybe your hormones are off, go to your gynecologist. So she did that. Gynecologist ran labs and said, yep, everything's normal. Normal in that your hormones are declining and that's, quote, that's normal, but I don't feel normal. And in her case, her primary care practice doc she went to ran her labs. And also he said, or she said, yep, everything's normal. Thyroid looks normal. Also, you're not feeling happy. Are you sad? How about I give you an antidepressant? Oh, and her gynecologist offered her birth control pills. Not because she needs birth control. Obviously, at 48, we're probably not needing birth control, but to, quote, regulate her periods. So she left two different practitioners with two different prescriptions that she doesn't really want to take. And honestly, she doesn't need them. So for Beth, I'm really glad she's here in my office because she represents such normal symptoms, common symptoms, but symptoms that you don't need to experience. And that's kind of my whole goal, again, with this podcast and the goal in my practice is that you don't have to feel that way. So she advocated for herself. She made the appointment, came in to see me as a naturopathic physician. 
So the next thing we're going to do for her, and the next thing you should expect a practitioner to do when you go in to see them, once they've listened to you, once they've said, okay, um, when did these things start? What exactly is happening with your sleep? Is it onset or is are you waking up? What exactly is happening with the libido? I mean, I did ask and I do ask, how's the relationship? Is it good? Is it still in where it needs to be? And almost always the answer is yes. It's just, I just don't know why I don't have a libido anymore. <laughs> so, but those probing questions or those historical perspective questions, you should expect your practitioner to ask you all the time. So once those questions have been asked and we have kind of that, when did it all start answer to that question, then we're going to run labs. Here's the part where you got to really listen to and really be your best advocate. Your practitioner should be running particular labs. And the labs that we will run are, or I will run, obviously are going to be hormone labs. And that's estradiol, progesterone, testosterone. Yes, testosterone for women. And that most of the time is not going to be run. So those are the three things we need to run. Cortisol. That tells us about your adrenals. You know, she's tired. Could it be her adrenal gland? Yep, could be her adrenals. So the adrenals need to be, cortisol needs to be run. Also, her obviously her thyroid. Now, thyroid is just not a TSH. And we can spend a lot more time on this in another episode. But thyroid-stimulating hormone is takes place in the brain at the pituitary at your brain level. And that's important, but it's not the whole story. It's also what's her T4, what's her T3. T3 is what helps our metabolism work. So these are all things that we will expand on later, but I have to see all those numbers. I can't just see the one number, the TSH number. We also will measure antibodies to the thyroid. And I know that many of you have probably heard of something called Hashimoto's or autoimmune thyroiditis. Again, another conversation at another time in a podcast, but this is a pretty common occurrence as we get older to have antibodies that were actually against our thyroid. This is an autoimmune thing, an autoimmune disorder that we deal with and we have to deal with because that's part of the cause of why the thyroid's not working so well. So we'll measure those numbers in your labs. We also measure kind of your quote standard numbers, how your white blood cells and red blood cells are working, your iron levels, how is your liver, how's your cholesterol levels or your lipids, your blood sugar levels. So yeah, we're going to look at all that. That matters too. It's the whole picture that matters. So a really full lab order a really full lab request is what we you need to ask for and what you should expect. After those labs are run, then you're going to come back in. We've talked about everything, what's bothering you, what the historical perspective is. We're going to run those labs. And after those labs have been run, you're going to come back into my office. We're going to go through those labs. Here's another really important note to self about your practitioner, your health practitioner. And I know I keep saying health practitioner, and in most cases, it's going to be a doctor. It could be, however, a nurse practitioner that has been trained in functional medicine. So the things I want you to remember is naturopathic medicine, naturopathic medical doctor, which is what I am, 
Or you could be seeing a medical doctor that's been trained in functional medicine. And in other parts of the country where naturopathic doctors don't have a licensure, it is important to look for that functional medicine doctor because they will have a licensure there in those other states. That's why I keep saying the word practitioner. When you come back and we go through those labs, this is another important time to have somebody that's really well-versed in labs. So you go and you grab your labs and you see your labs and you might see different red marks on there like, ooh, out of range or too low, too high. Those will be red. Are those the most important things to focus on? Maybe not. Because when we look at a lab, we'll look at lab values, a high and a low, but we'll take that high and low range and we'll say, look, we need you to be mid or higher of that range. If you're just in the range, That doesn't really tell me anything. A range, a lab value range is just based on the people that go to that lab to get their labs drawn. I don't know that you want to be the average. (laughs) That's kind of what we're trying to, to not be. We want to feel in our youthful selves and ourselves that we really want to be. So we don't want to be, quote, maybe average. We want to be better than average. We want to feel great. And that requires our numbers to be in a certain place in those lab values. So practitioners trained in the way that I'm talking about being trained in natural medicine or functional medicine is going to see those lab values in that way. And that's how we're going to be able to treat you better and base the treatment on those values. So Beth comes back in and we go through her lab. What we see in her labs are her estrogen is too high, not low, but high. Why? She's perimenopausal. She doesn't have enough progesterone to balance her estrogen. This is what's causing her to not be able to sleep because her progesterone is low and it's causing those heavy irregular cycles because her estrogen is high. High estrogen also makes you and can make you feel a little depressed. That's what's causing that mood change for her. Can also cause a little bit of water retention and a little weight gain. Maybe that's where that's coming from. And then her thyroid is what's called sluggish in my world. It's working. And a general practitioner would say, oh, everything is fine. Totally good. Totally normal. But it's not totally good. (laughs) It's low and it needs to be supplemented. It needs a little boost, a little help. Now, remember the first episode, we talked a little bit how the body works as one unit. And as we age and our hormones start to deplete, that progesterone is going to deplete when we're under stress because it helps out the adrenal glands. The thyroid is going to deplete over time because it's trying to help out the adrenal glands with all the stress in our lives. So she's the perfect example of somebody that's perimenopausal and her body's also just kind of tired. Like, you know, she's tired and so is her body. (laughs) So if we're able to treat those few things, then she starts to feel a little better. And what about that urinary incontinence? Well, that's probably not going to show up in labs, but there's treatments for that. So we'll be able to adjust that. Also, and finally in her labs, we find that some of her red blood cells are big, like she has some big red blood cells. And in our world, that means she has some B12 deficiencies. So we'll be able to address that. All of these 
lab values give us little tweaks that we can make in Beth's life. And I will spend, and a good practitioner is going to spend 30 minutes going over those lab order, that lab review with you. That's probably something you've never had done before, but something you should expect from your healthcare provider. In our next episode, we're going to kind of go through all of Beth's things that we just discussed and what are the best ways to start treatment with her. Does she need hormone replacement? Does she need some thyroid replacement? Should she change her exercise routine? Does she need something for her emotional health? Or can we change that with some amino acids that are going to help her neurotransmitters? How can we help out her adrenal glands? And how can we help her get some better sleep? So all of those things I'm going to list out in the next podcast. And we'll be able to go through, here's what we can try. Here's what you could try at home. Here's what a practitioner could try with you. Most importantly to remember, be your own health advocate. These symptoms are normal and they're real, but they have to be evaluated and then they can be treated. So this is all the stuff I want you to take to heart and keep in mind. And as you listen further, get some ideas for how you can tweak your lifestyle and maybe be able to find somebody to help you with some of these symptoms. So just remember, I want you to be your own health advocate. This is Dr. Chris Wallace with Get Personal, Women's Health, The Natural Way.